Today we're going to take a look at uh, another section from We Will Not Be Silenced by Urban W. Lutzer, and we'll do commentary on this as we go. Uh, and he's talking about racial reconciliation and social justice. Uh, and that is a couple things that are very, very big in our society these days. Uh, so there was a time when racial reconciliation was a search for common ground. Uh, it was seeking understanding between the races, minimizing our differences, focusing on our similarities and shared commitments. Uh, we believed that progress was made by including the various ethnic and racial groups in businesses, education, uh, and churches. Uh, we were committed to honoring one another. Then we need to really realize um, that God loves diversity and we all will end up in heaven one day together uh, and it won't matter. None of that will matter. Uh, we can look forward to Revelations 5, 9 for you were slain and by your blood you ransomed people for God and every tribe and every um, language and people and nation. So all nations, all tribes, all ethnicities, everybody is who has accepted Christ will be in heaven. And it won't matter what creed or color they are. It, it, all it will matter is, matter is that they love Jesus Christ and they've chosen to follow him. Racial and ethnic animosity is sinful and it denies the inherent dignity uh, of all people. It, it is particularly sinful within the body of Christ. We as Christians should be on the forefront of giving leadership to unity in the midst of diversity, and we should work toward love and acceptance rather than racial division and suspicion. But despite many gains made in the last generation or two, the racial divide in our countries is becoming wider and wider. Uh, and one reason is the heightened political rhetoric from our, our leaders. Um, and those on the far ends of, of either side, the right or the left. And we grieve at the name-calling, uh, the distortions, and the heated accusations on all sides of the political spectrum. And politicians seem to be driven by um, not reason and civility, but ego and slogans. And the racial divide is growing due to the widespread acceptance of cultural Marxism which encourages racial division and not unity. Through communism, uh, you'll see that spread. And, and though communism has failed in every country in which it has been instituted, the Marxist vision of a society in which all men and women are by law forced to be equal hasn't died. In America, or in many other countries as well, this has been rebranded as social justice and political correctness. Uh, diversity and equality would fall under these because those are now words that don't mean what they originally used to mean. Um, they now serve to spread conflict and division rather than the unity that it was meant for originally. Um, we live in what is known as the woke generation. For some, that's a positive term that means you're enlightened and you understand how history, racism, and economics merge and explain the injustices of our society. Um, but for others, it will mean that you see layers of oppression almost everywhere in rigorously scientific disciplines such as mathematics. Uh, injustice and oppression abound even uh, in uh, even in 
country's um, leaders and leadership. So there are many faces of equality. Uh, so we can look at Thomas Jefferson um, in the preamble to like his uh, to the Declaration of Independence in the U.S. And we hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. Abraham Lincoln echoed these words in his famous Gettysburg Address, saying that this nation was conceived in liberty and dedicated to the proposition that all men are equal. All human beings are created equal, uh, and they do have equal value before God, and they're entitled to life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. Um, as the U.S. focuses on heavily, but now they're really focusing on crushing that. And they tell us that equality means that we should seek equality in all aspects of life and use persuas uh, persuasion laws, intimidation, and shaming to bring it about. Um, but none of the real leaders uh, that started a lot of these countries um, based on Christianity um, really... Uh, get that like they don't it doesn't seem like 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 we follow that anymore um they believed in equality with regard to god-given rights uh equality in the value of before god is equality of uh, of, of rights but it's also equality of gifts ingenuity intelligence and income um the word equality now is applied to every social cause imaginable we have marriage equality in same-sex marriage and economic equality and socialism and reproductive equality and abortion and healthcare equality and free and socialized healthcare, which is what we have in canada um, and gender equality uh, which is legal protection uh, for trans people and the position of a racial equality which must however be carefully defined uh, defined um so they really press it in every aspect, especially in movies, music, books. It's everywhere now. Um, it's shoved down your throat that, you know, you, you're wrong and uh, you're you're racist if you don't agree with us and or you hate trans people or you hate the LGBTQ um, people. It's, it's just lie upon lie upon lie and it's shoved down our throats. Um, God created all men and women in his image, and therefore they are of equal value. Men and women have distinct places and roles in the world, though, uh, according to the Bible. Um, God doesn't dispense blessings and favor equally. God did not treat uh, her, Hammurabi like he did Abraham. He did not treat the Assyrians like he did the Jews. Jesus had 12 disciples, but gave uh, special privileges to three of them. Only Peter, James, and John were with him uh, on the Mount of Transfiguration, and only these three were invited to pray with him in Gethsemane. Certain kinds of inequality are built into nature of the into the nature of the world and human nature. What the Bible does teach is equal responsibility based on the gifts and talents that we are given. Everyone to whom much was given of him, much will be required. Luke 12, 48. Greater gifts mean greater accountability. Not many of you should become teachers, brothers, for you know that we who teach will be judged with greater strictness. James 3, 1. And again, who sees anything different in you, what do you have 
that you did not receive. If you then received it, why do you boast as if you did not receive it? 1 Corinthians 4, 7. Jesus told a parable in which a man went on a journey and entrusted his property to three different stewards. And to one he gave five talents, to another two, to another one, and to each according to his ability, Matthew 25, 15. The five-talent man and the two-talent man are both doubled in their investments and heard their master say, Well done, good faith, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over little. I will set you over much. Enter into the joy of your master, verses 21 to 23. But the one who was given one talent refused to invest it. Instead, he hid it in the ground, unwilling to use what had been entrusted to him for the good of the master. The master was angry and said, You wicked and slothful servant, you ought to have invested my money with bankers, and at my coming I should have received what was my own with interest. Verses 26 and 27. So it did not go well for the lazy servant, uh, and he was severely judged. Jesus didn't expect the one talent man to gain five talents. He, like the others, should have simply doubled their investment. God's fairness is not seen in the distribution of talents, but in the expectation of our faithfulness with what we have. We will be judged for what we have. We will not be judged for what we don't have. The Jews are given privileges to the, the Gentiles did not have, but along with those privileges, they are given more responsibility, and they were supposed to be the light of the other nation to the other nations, but they failed. Uh, and they were judged for this. Those who are privileged have a responsibility to help those who are less privileged. If they don't, they are accountable to God for it. However, we should not live with the illusion that we will ever achieve equality in income, lifestyle, and achievements. And that is what Marx, um, Karl Marx, um, was trying to shove down people's throats, um, was that that was going to happen, but it, it's not possible that that is going to happen. There's always going to be differences uh, of income status and power. Um, no matter no matter what happens in the world, that's what's going to happen. Someone will always have more power than others. Some will always make more money and have more status than other people. Um, so that is what society tries to lie to us with and tries to shove down our throats. And it happens a lot in our universities, especially um, we as Christians need to be able to fight um, for laws that are just and to help the oppressed. But we should not expect the state to impose an artificial equality of necessities that stifle our freedoms. Nor should we advocate for the many different kinds of forced equality and secular, secularism is demanding.